Pod. My name is Candice. And I'm Jessica. Following on from last week's episode about learning how to love ourselves, this week we have another love-related topic. While brainstorming for the episodes for this season, we decided to dedicate the month of February to love. So, as you've heard last week, we started with self-love. This week, we're going to answer 36 questions that will potentially lead to love. In 1997, a psychologist, Arthur Aaron from Stony Brook University, created 36 questions that test accelerated intimacy between two strangers. The idea is that mutual vulnerability through self-disclosure fosters closeness and has an impact on the process of building a relationship. By allowing ourselves to be vulnerable with another person, it fosters closeness and is fundamental to develop a close relationship. We thought it would be fun to try these questions ourselves and see what the other person answers. I think we are pretty comfortable being vulnerable with each other, <laughs> but I don't think we have ever asked each other questions like this before. So here goes nothing. Hopefully we'll love each other more after this. <laughs> <laughs> we have broken up this exercise into two part episodes. We'll answer questions 1 to 18 this episode and questions 19 to 36 next week. You're supposed to stare into each other's eye for 2 to 4 minutes. Um, but I think we'll skip that part. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I'll start with the first question. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want to have as a dinner guest? That is a tough one. I know. I actually don't know. Um, wait, what's your answer? Well, I thought long and hard about this, right? Um, last mm-hmm. night. And I was like, I, w- I really want to have BTS as my dinner guest. <gasps> oh my god, can you not? <laughs> I know, but As then I thought, all dinner like, guests, you can't have the whole BTS. Okay, if I had to choose between, like, I can't choose, okay, but I, if I have to really choose, I'll choose, like, Jungkook, because he's the cutest in my eyes. But I also in thought, like, eyes. I think it would be, like, really weird, because we wouldn't be able to communicate, since his English isn't, like, that great. And, like, the only Korean I know is Sarangyeo. They speak English anyway. Yeah, but it's not, like, as smooth as me and you speaking, you know? It's gonna be hard. So I'll just admire him from afar. Um, So I thought, like, maybe a more logical choice would be someone that I can have, obviously, like, a smooth conversation with, right? So if I want to, like, reach upon the stars, I want to have a dinner with Michelle Obama. Wow. Yeah, because I read her book earlier this year. And I just love it so much. She came across as somebody who is very compassionate, funny. And I feel like it's just going to be a very interesting dinner because mm-hmm. she's the first black first lady in the US. And she was a lawyer to working for non-profit and then eventually supporting her husband in the White House. It's just, I, I just feel like it was so inspiring. So mm-hmm. I would like to have a dinner with her because I feel like I would leave the dinner very full mm-hmm. in my tummy and also in my brain. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Provided she doesn't mind takeaway food because I can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about you? If that's the case, then the first thing um, that came across my mind is um, Adele. 
I think <gasps> because it would be so easy because she is funny. She is because yeah. I don't feel like I want to have a dinner that's like you know I I need to keep thinking while like keep stuffing my mouth with food and then I have to think about what to say at the same time. I yeah. feel like she can just fill the gap and you know there, there won't be like awkward silence. I hope not, but like I think she is a funny person. She can talk so yeah, much. Yeah, I think so. I would, Adele yeah, would I would be a join. I'm gonna come. Yeah, I was just. I think she's just so funny because I yeah. watch her live stream. Yes, IG IG story. Yeah. Yeah, she's so funny. Like yeah. she's so real as well. You know. Yeah. 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 No, that's a that's she's a. She's very choice. down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one would be: Would you like to be famous in what way? Would you like to be famous? Are you asking me or are you asking yourself? I'm asking you because I don't know if I want to be famous. I definitely honestly. don't want to be famous. Like yeah. if that's me, like I because I I I'm a very private person. I think so. I don't like the attention. I don't like like under the spotlight. I just can't. So I don't yeah. know. I hope that our two peers in the pod <laughs> will remain, you know, small, private, tiny. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think yeah, in a sense. I agree. I don't think I would like to be famous in like a celebrity way. The price you pay for fame is too high. Like you say, you don't get privacy, and then people also feel like they are entitled to have an opinion about you when they don't even know you. Do you know we always talk about celebrities as if we know them, but we don't actually know the half of what's going on in their life. But we feel like we know them because they are. You know, in media, they're out there. Like we just trust whatever the paparazzi are saying. So I just feel like if we're on the other side, I don't think that it their life is as glamorous and as nice as what we think it is. So I don't, I don't want to be famous in a celebrity way, but I'll probably like to be known for something. You know, maybe I like to be known as like a host in a podcast that people really enjoy listening to. So I don't mind mm. being known for that. You know, like oh Candice, oh yes, I know her. She has a podcast and it's really good, and I I enjoy it, and um, it's really mm-hmm. funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. In that case, then yes, but that's not necessarily being. Is that called being famous? I don't know. I just feel like if um. Yeah, well, it depends on what topics we can discuss about on our podcast. When we want to talk about like our private um parts. life on <laughs> not parts, <laughs> private life on podcast, we'd be like you know we we'll think twice, and if we want to talk about like controversial topics, we we'll think twice. So if we're gonna be famous, as in like being known and like people are actually like loads of people listening to it and tons of followers, I don't know. And also we have we'll start to care about numbers. You know, there'll be pressure. Yeah, definitely. But I think the way we're going, we're just doing it because we want to do it, and then we're not mm-hmm. worrying about the metrics. Mm-hmm. So if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it's fine. But I think whatever mm-hmm. we put out into the world, it needs mm-hmm. to be. I think we we need to be happy about it. We need to be comfortable with it, right? And mm-hmm. if people resonate with whatever we're saying, then that's good. And mm-hmm. even if it helps like one person, then. That's that's good enough for me. Question number three: Before making a f- telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? I always do it when I have to make the phone call. Before I work as a pharmacist, I always like rehearse um before making a telephone call. Like that's I think that's why I don't really like 
having a phone call because I feel like it's stressful. I don't know if it's because like my mind is quite slow, my brain is quite slow in responding to answers. So I have to like rehearse before I say something and also I don't want to say anything wrong. But after working in the pharmacy, like we have like phone calls, like a thousand phone calls a day. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, but yeah, so I'm like really used to it now. So when you say you rehearse, like, do you write it down or do you like no, kind of run it over write. in your head what you're going to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. I'll just think, think in my head and have an idea of like what I'm going to say. Or do you not? Um, I wouldn't say like rehearse. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I don't think I've ever made a phone call that required me to rehearse something. Previously, usually if I feel like I need to call somebody, I'll just call them and ask the question that I want to ask and then... What about like, for example, like chasing up a job offer? Chasing up a job or offer? Or like negotiating the pay rise and then you have to make a phone call. Like you sort of have to... Uh, I've never been in that position before because the last <laughs> time it was right. the person that called me. So I, yeah. I didn't have any time to prepare. Um, yeah. I've never been like the person who calls somebody to chase something up. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but obviously, like, if I have a call at work, I know that I'm going to, like, a call. I will prepare for it in the sense mm-hmm. that usually if somebody invites you to a meeting, there will always be, like, a meeting agenda. So I'll see what is relevant to me and I'll prepare for that part and I'll prepare for kind of, like, what other questions that I think my client's going to ask that will be the only time where i would prepare before a call because i know it's just good to come prepared mm-hmm. but in a in a sense of like a telephone call where it's like my personal life i don't think i've ever rehearsed <laughs> i know yeah i just go with it yeah i mean if it's personal like if i call you i don't have to re- rehearse before i call you <laughs> i'm gonna tell candice this and that and then, and then three hours later we're still at topic number one <laughs> exactly what would constitute a perfect day for you i don't think i ever have one <laughs> yeah but if you were to have one what would it be like what imagine. would it constitute i think i would like to okay let's see you wake up Fairly early, not too late, not too early, because you have a light in, right? And then have a cup of coffee, and then you have like a really slow morning, you do your skincare, you do your makeup, you do your hair really nice, okay? And then I would want to go for lunch with my friends. And then knowing me and my friends, we normally go for like a really long lunch. It would be into like the early afternoon. And then after that, I would like, I would like to get a full body massage. Afterwards. Yeah, definitely need that right now. <laughs> but you're not even yeah. working if it's. I know, but I still like <laughs> my perfect day will have to include a full body massage. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then after that, I'll come home. I will take a shower, um, wash my hair, really nice. Okay, and then I will have dinner with my family, mm-hmm. and then. Um, usually we like to chill in my parents' room, like, so all of us like to chill in my parents' room, and then we just, my dad will, like, pretend to be watching television, and my mom would be, like, trying to poke into our personal lives, but then we'll just be chatting and just Mm -hmm. having, like, really nice family time, and then until we go to sleep. So, I think that would be my perfect day, like, a mix of, like, spending time with friends, spending time for myself, and spending Mm -hmm. time with my family. Where's Nat in this day? Oh, shit! (laughs) 
<laughs> Whoopsie. Okay, let's just say let's just say this day is in Indo and he's in so, Belfast. So that's the order of priority. Friends, family, that's it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll be texting him throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay, never mind. Oh yeah. It's okay. It's okay. What about you? Like on my day off, I normally yes, coffee is a must to start off my day. If I wake up too late or too early, I'll be, you know, I feel like the time is gone and I I didn't achieve anything. So yes, I would like to wake up early in the morning. Um. Well, not too early as well. And then, yeah, a brunch with friends would be nice. I'm trying to copy your answer right now. <laughs> um, okay, we'll go together. We'll go together. <laughs> yeah, we'll go together on on brunch. Yeah, definitely brunch. And then after that, maybe I would like to have a job that I enjoy doing. And then I will like work on it, but like work from home. <laughs> and then I can work on that after the brunch. And then when I come after work, nice long bath. And then... What does it have to involve work though? I don't know. I I I feel like if it if there's nothing that I need to do on my schedule, I feel like not doing anything. That makes me feel like weird. Because if it's if it's something that you enjoy doing, like I don't I don't count that as work. Like if that's something that you have, but right now I still haven't found something that I enjoy doing yet. Like I still haven't mm. found my passion yet. But mm-hmm. yeah. So coffee, brunch, work, long bath, and chill. Mm-hmm. That sounds like you. Yeah, that sounds like you. Question number five. When did you last sing to yourself and to somebody else? Last sing to myself? I sing a lot. (laughs) Just like randomly. Like it's, yeah. When was the last time you sang to yourself? Like yesterday? I don't know. Like I listen to songs every day. I like music. And I sing when I listen to music almost every day. Have you sang to somebody else before? No, don't think so. No. No, baby. Well, the only time I can think of is when we went for karaoke. When you came over. Oh. Kind that's, of, that if that's considered of, like to someone else, then Because yeah, someone else I is there when you're singing. Yeah. No? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course I did then. But I've yeah. never like sang a song and dedicated it to someone mm. else. No, I've never done that before. Yeah. But you know, uh, there was a guy that I'm... I'm dating. Well, I was dating. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm dating. I don't know. Well, he he will like record. He will sing to me. Like he was record and send it to me. <gasps> really? And then, yeah. And I was like, mm, it's, well, but then he has a good voice, so I can't complain. But then I thought it's a bit like weird. Not weird. What, but what kind of song does he sing? Mm, just the songs that he's listening. And then he he likes singing, so he will he oh, will just okay. do that. Yeah. Oh, it would be so fun in karaoke. Yeah. Because that's something that I won't do. So when he did to me, it's a, at first it was like, oh, okay. That's something different. Mm-hmm, that's very different. I sang to myself also yesterday when I was You sing a lot. Te- I'm really into like early 2000 pop Indonesian song right now. So I was oh, like what? blasting them off. I know it's like, you know, the song I listen to. When I was young, like about, um, I would say about like 
12, 13. Like, I would mm. listen to them lately. And then I've listened to the lyrics. Now that I'm older, I'm re-listening to them. And I'm like, a lot of these songs are pretty creepy. You know, like, a lot of these songs are quite weird in the lyrics. Why creepy? Because there's, like, songs about, like, oh, if I die, you'll have to die with me. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> And then there are songs about like, sorry, I, I can't love you because you're my mistress. That's so weird. And they're like all like hit songs. I'm surprised that I still remember the lyrics because I yeah. feel like it's so ingrained in my memory because it was like from childhood. So whenever I listen to it again, I just have like all these memories flooding in from my childhood. Nothing to do with love. It's just like, you know, around the period of time yeah. when I was listening to these songs, I was belting it out. And then that was like, hell <laughs> What are you singing? I was just getting comfortable with you singing Chinese song and then Korean song. Now you're moving on to Indonesian song. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. If you're able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Well, that's an easy one. Body, of course. I don't want to keep a body of 90 and have a mind of 30. So the question is asking, if you live until 90 years old, Mm -hmm. do you want to think like a 30-year-old or do you want to look like a 30-year-old? I want to look like a 30-year-old, yeah. Yeah, I think I would want to look like a 30-year-old too because then 30-year-olds means like you're still fit and then you're still... Or not. You still have... (laughs) But at least not old. (laughs) Yeah, you have the energy and you're fit and then you're like not possibly having osteoporosis or something mm-hmm. um but then you will have the mind of a 90 year old mm-hmm. right because i was thinking like oh with a mind of a 90 year old will i have like dementia or something but then let's just not think that we will have dementia mm-hmm. we will be 90 years old and we will have like all these experiences and mm-hmm. all this like wisdom but we still look like we're 30 so exactly. that would be that would be nice yeah okay next question do you have a secret hunch about how you would die? Not really, but I always have like irrational fear when I like walk on the street or like near the, when I was like cycling close to a big lorry or like big truck or big bus and then I I have the fear that like it will like just hit on me or something. Or like walking um near the construction site, I always have the imagination of like it would collapse on top of me that's but no i just feel like this question is so morbid honestly thinking about death just terrifies me i feel like i'm gonna die of a complication from diabetes or something because (laughs) why because my family has history of diabetes and i just feel like i'm already my my chance of getting diabetes is quite high because all i'm pre-diabetic but i still haven't got a fear yeah no but like all my grandparents have diabetes and diabetes is like strongly linked to hereditary, Other, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like my chance of getting it, it's already quite high and I feel like I love sweets and chocolate. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there at some point and then you won't necessarily die from diabetes, but you'll die from like the complications of diabetes. Mm-hmm. So because you can get kidney failure, you can get you can go blind, you can get like your legs amputated. Or, like, you can have, like, cardiovascular diseases or whatever. And I feel like, yes, I think medicine has, like, advanced so much for the past however many decades. 
but I just think like it's gonna be something to do with my diabetes like I don't want to ponder the possibility of death I keep saying like you know in a zombie apocalypse I will be like the person that just give themselves up because I cannot live <laughs> with the fear of like potentially having a zombie come attack me from nowhere like and then live with that fear for so long mm-hmm. I don't think I can do that I think I'll just try to get it over with I'm like I'm gonna be the zombie anyway so I might as well just get it over with that's why I'm so terrified <laughs> of zombie apocalypse because <laughs> like that fear oh my god keeps me up at night <laughs> I don't think I will give up that quickly but I don't think I'll be the last survivor but because I I watched the movie um The Professor and it gives like a whole new meaning about life and death. Like I feel like you can die anytime. As long as like you live your life, not to the fullest because that's too optimistic, but live your life as you wish, as you want. And then when you die, whenever it happens, you won't feel like it's such a loss or like there's regrets, you haven't done something that you always wanted to, that sort of things. That's me for now, but maybe when it hits me, I'll be like... <gasps> Panic. Question number eight. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. That's not for me. I'm single as fuck. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think in this case, is you and your partner as in like me and you because oh. you're my partner oh. in my Oh, yeah, I think it is. Right, I don't, right, like, right, right. Yeah, because in normal yeah, situations, yeah, this would be us between two strangers. So it'd be yeah. like you and your partner. I think we're both quite different. In terms of like our personality, I'm sure we have something in common. Otherwise, we don't, we won't talk. I think we are quite strong and independent, mm, both yeah, of us. That's, yeah, that's one. Strong as in like physically? Of course not. <laughs> okay, because I'm not. <laughs> I think we're both. I think we're both quite ambitious. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, as in we won't settle for like for anything. We were still trying to do something, achieve something in our life, whatever that is. Yeah. Personality-wise, I think we are very different. Yeah, I agree. Even even physical-wise, we're different. (laughs) 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 Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I think, like, we are the same maybe in the way we think. We think, yeah. Yeah. So, because I feel like we both are not the kind of people that will take shit from other people mm. like we won't be bullied into doing things that we don't want to mm. do mm. and mm. we are both ambitious wow we are like so praising ourselves right now <laughs> <laughs> we're this we're that we're beautiful <laughs> that's a conclusion we're okay. perfect <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's true for what in life do you feel most grateful i'm grateful for a lot of things in my life because for Same. like the past two years i have actively like remind myself to be grateful and to like kind of i'll ask myself like what i am grateful for what are the things that you're most grateful for so i feel mm-hmm. like i'm pretty grateful for a lot of things in my life i think if i have to pick one in this current time i'm just grateful that everyone that i love is healthy and mm-hmm. like you know touch wood but i haven't had anyone close to me that has like passed away from the pandemic so mm-hmm. i'm just really grateful for that because i know that a lot of people can't say the same yeah i think i'm i'm the same i count my blessings every day like i'm always grateful for what i have and i think if i would say for what in your life do you feel most grateful i think would be my 
parents because if it weren't them like I wouldn't be where I am now Mm -hmm. um in terms of everything like financially physically everything yeah because their support mean a lot to me also I'm also grateful for like a lot of friendships that I have because I'm a very lazy person as as I've mentioned in many episodes like I'm so lazy in maintaining friendships so I don't know why my friends are still stick around me especially like during like festive seasons I still receiving like cards and like you know gifts from um from friends and I was like wow like I'm very grateful for that as well a lot of the time especially like right now it's so easy to just be like oh my god life is so bad right now Mm -hmm. oh my god you know Mm -hmm. i can't do this i don't have that oh my god another lockdown Mm -hmm. you know it's so easy to just like switch to the default to the negative Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. if we are actively trying to be positive trying to count our blessings then Mm -hmm. i think it also translates to a healthier mind and we're not so ungrateful (laughs) like yeah Okay, next question. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Why are the, all the questions so deep? <laughs> I know, I think because this is like trying to probe the most vulnerable in you oh, right, so that, yeah, you know, yeah. the other person yeah, will true. know you in like a deeper level. I don't know. I think my parents raised me pretty well. <laughs> I'm like trying to praise myself again. <laughs> Non-stop I'm bragging. <laughs> Child. <laughs> what else needs to be changed no i'm just joking um actually i think it would be the way that they they are i think it's a common thing among asian parents i don't know maybe it's just me or my way of stereotype like my parents are quite protective and also they will give everything they have they can to the kids i think that's also I mean, of course, it's a good thing, and I'm always grateful for that. But then, if they can, you know, give not everything, but like also push us to be a bit more independent when we are early and let us make more mistakes. Because I think Asian parents, well, especially my parents, they, they will be afraid of you making mistakes and then they will try to protect you from ma- making mistakes and they will do whatever they can to let you have the best thing in the world like the perfect education whatever you want they will try to um satisfy you but then again because we are not we are not the kids like me and my siblings we are not the kids that like will keep asking from our parents like we never ask for to buy like expensive things or like branded stuff like we're not that kind of people so we don't turn out to be a spoiled brat but then again yeah if i were to change a thing about the way i was raised i think it would be let us grow i think if they give us too much freedom will be i don't know i don't know if i have the self-discipline to be where i am now maybe i would be uh, i actually don't know it's it's a tough question because like it's so hard i can't say it's so hard to be a parent i can't mm. think of a better way of how i would be raised another thing that i would appreciate if i have that when i was young is that if i can discover what i actually like like let myself express like what i actually enjoy doing and i can discover my passion since young because mm-hmm. that's what i'm lost right now um because yeah. i don't know what i actually enjoy doing passionate about you know i don't have like a an actual hobby if i would to be honest like because mm-hmm. every time people ask me oh what's your hobby i was like mm, I, I actually can't think of anything like I'm, i mean i like watching films but i'm not you know passionate about about it i don't have that passion yet 
Yeah, I kind of agree with your answer, and I think my answer is quite similar. I was also raised very well by my parents. Um, they try to give also as much as they can for me. So I I feel like growing up, I'm never lacking in anything. You know, like uh-huh. the essentials, I'm never lacking in them. They uh-huh. also gave me like the best opportunities with my education. They are always so supportive of like uh-huh. whatever I wanted to do. Like I wanted uh-huh. to study after my period and they're always so supportive of that like uh-huh. my parents always instilled in me like the importance of education uh-huh. so obviously when i was young i didn't understand and i didn't kind of like realize i can't quantify the magnitude of like how much they sacrificed for me for my education because now i'm thinking about it i'm like damn our school fee was expensive like and that was just school fee itself you know i'm like how do they managed to do that but they were just saving and saving and saving and they also taught me the value of things because saying that they always give me as much as they can they never just give me like the newest toy just because i asked for it you know i remember mm-hmm. i i always have to like give them like my report card and it's always have to be like 10 ace before i can get a barbie doll or something yeah you have to earn it yeah, exactly. They're never they're never the type of parents who ask me like, "Oh, why didn't you get a hundred in the test?" You know, why can you not do better? I was very privileged growing up. Like I, I can't think of one thing that I have grown up without. My parents love me. We always have food on the table. It's not like we're swimming in money, but my parents have always shielded me from any financial worries that mm-hmm. might have crept up. You know, throughout the years because business go up and down, up and down. Saying that. One thing I would like to change would probably be kind of the same as you. I would like to be able to try more things um, because I remember like growing up, I was never allowed in the kitchen when I was younger. I think it's just because Why? it's just not safe because there's like fires and like oil, like burning oil and all that because we like they used to fry a lot of things. So I was never allowed in the kitchen when I was younger. Every time I go in, like they always ask me to go out. So I think because of that... I don't know, but I think because of that, I don't have any passion in cooking. I have no interest in cooking whatsoever because I'm mm-hmm. never exposed to that. And I also never get the opportunity to do anything creative. I remember I had to stop piano lessons because my mom wanted me to go for computer lessons. So I had to learn computer. <laughs> it's so funny saying that, right? Because I had this same conversation with Nat like a few weeks ago, and I was like, you know, I used to go for computer lessons, but my mom pulled me out so that I can go to computer lessons. And then he was like, that's so funny because you still don't know how to work Microsoft Excel. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's true. I still don't know the basics of Excel. <laughs> but after school, we'll have like tuitions. And my tuition will be like English tuition, Chinese tuition, math or like schoolwork or whatever, a computer lesson. I never get to do like ballet or piano lessons or like whatever, you know, like who knows? I would be like, I don't know. I get, I, I, because I went to piano, ballet, drawing and even like calligraphy. So actually, I think I have actually ex- <laughs> explored a bit of things yeah. and even like culinary. So yeah, I never get that. Maybe I'm just not good at thinking <laughs> of that. So. Yeah, I never, I, I never get it. I remember I did drawing lessons, but that's because it was one of the subjects in school and we mark against that. So I always like whatever oh. assignment that I got from school for drawing, I would go to the drawing school to learn how to draw but then the teacher would just like correct it and make it look really nice so it was all 
in support <laughs> of my grades. You know what I mean? Like it's all in support of right. my grades. It's never like just to do something for fun. And also mm-hmm. while I'm at it, like one more thing I want to add, right? Okay, maybe I like my parents to like praise me more <laughs> growing up because <laughs> I find it like <laughs> I find it now like it's so hard for me to give praises and to receive praises. You know, I get mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I guess so awkward when people praise me. You know, it's always like, um, act cool, uh-huh. you know. They never, like, say, mm, uh-huh. we're so proud of you. Oh, you are my baby girl. <laughs> never. So, I would like to get praised more. <laughs> That's so cringy. We're Asians. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, we're so uncomfortable with compliments. Okay, start giving more compliments to others now and to your future kids. I'll be watching. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I will. <laughs> I'll try. I still find it awkward, but I'll yeah. try. But I think if that's the only things I want to change about the way we raise, I think our parents have done a pretty good job. Oh yeah, <laughs> as definitely. as parents, yeah. I think my yeah. my kids will complain about me a lot. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh, my mom forgot to pick me up from school. <laughs> she fell asleep." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. I feel like this question doesn't really apply to us anymore because we already know a lot of yeah, our life. I think so. So I'll just say, my name is Candice. I have three siblings. That's all. That's all you. You need have to know. two siblings. Oh shit! <laughs> I know you better than yourself. I have two siblings. Correction. I have two siblings. No. Okay. Yeah. I have two siblings. Okay. <laughs> oh crap. Oh god! I I'm the one who has three siblings. Um, yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next question then. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any quality or ability, what would it be? Have some self discipline and don't sleep too much. Do you oversleep a lot? Sleeping is just my way of escaping from life problems. <laughs> a lot of people would be like the opposite. I think when you have a lot of life problems, you can't sleep. Oh, like when you're stressed. How do I sleep so much? Yeah, then? <laughs> I think for me, if I would like to have a quality or ability, I would like to know the right thing to say at a given moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have found like a lot of the times when I'm in like certain situations, I would be like lost for words. I don't know what to say. Mm. For example, if somebody confide in me or somebody. Say something that I have no response to. I would not know what to say. I would just be like, Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I think that's a good quality to, ability okay. to have. Yeah, like just to know what yeah. to say. Not necessarily like always having something to say, but it's just like you know, in like a situation. Yeah. What do you say? So, for example, somebody tell you, "I just got diagnosed with cancer." I wouldn't know mm. what to say because, like, I wouldn't know yeah. what to say yeah. to want to make them feel better. Yeah. But if I have this ability to know what to say, then I can like form the words to yeah. calm them or like to com- comfort them or yeah. whatever. Very true. I think because I really admire those people who can just chat and like confident and like. It's just like really charming. They can, they mm. can be, not talk shit, but they can be in any situation. They're comfortable in any situation. They can like make everyone else comfortable as well. It's just like a good vibe to yeah. be in. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that would be a great ability to have. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Damn, I would like to know when this COVID will end, man. <laughs> 
I don't think it will end. I think it will be like be with us forever, just like flu. No, I mean like the pandemic itself. You oh, know, like oh, when right, it will right. end. When can we right. return to normal life? Because I'm pretty fed up with it. I want to know where's my future husband. I'm quite, I'm quite fed up with dating already. Okay, that's that's a good one. I would like to know too, because then I would be like, <laughs> "Damn, where have you been, man?" <laughs> I don't think. I, I don't think I would want to know anything, but really, yeah, What? because like if you know about your future, then you have n- nothing to look forward to. Yeah, it's like no fun. What if it's bad? I just don't want to know. I would like to know one when I will get a pay rise. Two. <laughs> <laughs> that one you can ask your manager. You don't have to ask a crystal ball. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Okay. Oh, 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 okay. I would like to know when I will lose weight. <laughs> Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it? Quit my job, and why you have? Why haven't you done it? Because I need to pay my bills. <laughs> for me, is that I had a dream of living in New York for like a few months. I was gonna do it. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah, I was gonna do it. Um, last year. But the pandemic happened, and no one's allowed to go anywhere. And I have a new job now. I just don't think it's feasible anymore. Because I thought after I get my ILR, I can quit, and then I can live in New York for three months and like do whatever, and then come back and look for a new job. But hey ho, life happens. So that's I haven't been able to do that yet. But maybe I don't know. Maybe in the future, you will do it. If you really want to, yeah, three months it would be so nice, wouldn't it? Uh huh. Do it before you have kids. Definitely. <laughs> Can't be like bringing babies to New York. Doesn't work. The subway is too narrow. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Ooh, praising ourselves again. I think it's like one thing I struggle a lot with in terms of accomplishment. Not that I don't have any, but I think it's more towards like. Not that I have. I don't have any. I have too many, but I just don't know which one <laughs> is the greatest. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think as for me, it's like the ability to recognize my accomplishments, like whether it's a big one or a small one. I always think that accomplishments have to be like this big grand thing, like winning a Nobel Prize mm-hmm. or like. Whatever you know, coming in first or whatever, and growing up, I've always measured accomplishments with, for example, like being the top three in my class or getting A for my assignments and things like that. So when the results are not measured in metrics like that, I just don't see that as an accomplishment. So uh-huh. I have trouble with recognizing that I've accomplished something, you know. And that uh-huh. something doesn't have to be like a good grade or like something major. So, uh-huh. as a person, I think, I think I still have a lot of growing up to do. There's still this mindset that I need to change about accomplishments and like I need to see it from like a different angle. But I think one of my biggest accomplishment is probably to be able to own up to like my issues. And work on it, like mm. owned up, as in like admit that I have issues, and then work on it. I'm working on being comfortable in receiving compliments because that's something that I mm-hmm. know that I'm struggling with and I feel awkward about. So I'm working on that. And one thing I'm doing is that every day I try to at least compliment myself once, 
and then when I receive compliments from people, I will say thank you instead of be like uh-huh. trying to find excuse to downplay that compliment. When somebody give me compliments, I will say oh thank you for that because why not right? And uh-huh. I'm working on like. Realizing that life is not always a smooth sailing boat and things get tough sometimes, but just because it's tough, it doesn't mean that it's gonna be tough forever. So that's like things that I'm working on. But like now that I'm able to kind of like label my issues, it's making uh-huh. me making it easier for me for like in terms of self growth and stuff. You can't it it can't be measured, but it's still a compliment. Yeah, exactly. Because like it's like an improvement that I've made. What about you? If I were to mention about something that can be measured, it's I think the greatest compliment of my life is to have my own place. Um, but if it's like in terms of like self growth, I think it would be being more aware about my mental health、mm. as well. It'd be the same as you, like you know, recognizing my own strengths and weaknesses, and like um, know my potential and like my limits. I can. Figure out what's the rooms for improvement. For example, like if what I can do better, and when I should stop pushing myself to, when you know you know your limit, and then you need to stop being too harsh on yourself.、Mm. And a lot of people neglect their own mental health because they are too focused on like, like you said, like a physical, like a measurable、um, accomplishment instead of like their own mindset. Yeah, if you've made improvement、mm-hmm. within yourself. If you've made yourself a better person than you were yesterday, that's an accomplishment, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow, we are so wise. I think you're pretty good at giving yourself compliments. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been practicing. I've been like practicing giving myself compliment every day, so I feel good about myself, bro. <laughs> What do you value most in a friendship? I think I say that already. Like, um, I really value that my friends do remember me. That's it. Like they just stick around. They just stick around. Okay. Like a glue. <laughs> I think the support maybe. Um, I value support because I find that like sometimes there are things that you can't discuss with your family that you can only discuss、uh-huh. with your friends. I really appreciate it. Like when you have someone to speak to. Yeah, that and also that you know that someone is supportive of me. Not necessarily、mm-hmm. agree with me, but just support me. I think I can. I when when you mentioned that, I can like immediately relate to like my friends when I was like really ill in Cambridge. Like my friends here, they just like bought me like medicine, like literally like drive to my place and then like bought me medicine. Another friend bought me um food. They're scared that I'm I'm living alone if I don't have like any friends. That's sort of like very precious and genuine care about you.、Mm. I really um appreciate that and like I'm always grateful for that. That's why like when my friends are ill, like I'm trying to give that back as well. Like it's because I feel like I'm always receiving.、Mm-hmm. And I'm very lazy. I I don't know if it's lazy or what. I'm I'm blaming it on my laziness. But like I'm always the receiver, and now I'm like trying to give that back because I've received too many like love and care from my friends.、Mm-hmm. Like every time I'm like sick or ill, like they are always like you know they will check up on me, and that's what I'm really appreciate、yeah. in my friendship. It's just like really genuine. They're not you know of course they're not looking for something in return, but like it's just good to have the feeling that like you have someone think about you and. Make sure that you're safe and. What is your most treasured memory? 
I think it would be the last time I went on holiday with my whole family. That was like ages ago. When was that? Because uh, probably like ten years ago. Because like now that we are all in like different countries. Ten years ago. And probably yeah. Uh, Where did you go? Because for with my my whole family. Because now my sister is in Canada, another one in Bath, and my brother is in still in Malaysia. It's really hard to like gather everyone and like to go somewhere. Like it's always like you know. One person's missing in the trip or something like nowadays. Mm. But the last time that we actually went out on a family trip was like maybe ten years ago to Korea or something. That was like ages ago. So that's what I most treasured, and that's what I really want to do. Have a proper whole family trip when the pandemic allows. I think mine would be like similar in terms of that because my most treasured memories would be with my family. As well, I can't remember the last time we all went on a holiday too, like the five of us. Because the last time, my parents came to the UK with one of my brother. My youngest brother was missing because he had、mm-hmm. exams. So I honestly don't remember the last time we all went on a holiday、mm-hmm. together. It must have been maybe my graduation that、mm-hmm. everyone was here. What is your most terrible memory? Oh, <laughs> I don't tend to remember like. Bad memories. Yeah, but I try to like avoid thinking about it. I think people are very good with compressing bad memories, just like forgetting it. I think my most terrible memory. I don't know if I want to share this, but like,、mm-hmm. I think I don't know. I think my most terrible memory would be my trip to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna go into any more details, but that's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was really bad. Um, like even breakup wasn't like that terrible. I wouldn't count that as terrible. Actually, maybe it was. It's just that I'm like I'm, I've moved on, and I don't、mm-hmm. remember that as the most terrible memory. But maybe that was. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? That's probably your worst memory. My scooter got stolen. <laughs> Too many traveling misfortunes. That's why, like, it's not the most terrible. Like, I don't have like a worst that I can't ever forget. Okay, so that's question number eighteen. So we'll finish the part one here today. Thank you so much for listening to us again. As usual, please follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us, and follow us on Instagram at Two Pills in a Pod. And we'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>